welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time and money. This is episode number 48. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today is my trusted co-host, Casey Cool. Yo. Brandon Chappie, the Chapman. Hello. And returning guest, friend of the show, Jeffrey Golden. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. It's except 40, 48. I was so close to the milestone episode. I know. We're a month away from a year. We've been talking about it. We've Incredible. Great work, folks. It makes Thanks. no sense. It's gone so quickly. It's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. we got to do some giveaways, I think. My wife was talking about that. She's like, you guys been doing this for almost a year. I go, yeah. And she's like, you guys need to do some giveaways. I'm like, oh, what are, we, what are you buying? What are you, I mean, you I've already said? given away my soul. Uh, I mean, what more do they want? Right. Right. <laughs> You guys aren't making very much money. You should right. give stuff away. My well, beautiful <laughs> opinions are worth millions. No, I think we might get some stuff away. I think we might as well. Maybe you'll get some more listeners. You never know. But we're, you're here to celebrate your own milestone. You made a video game, or you've been writing a video game, and it's out. Oh, it came out. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, it, was, it won't be my first, and hopefully it won't be my last. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, but it's my first time as a narrative director for a console release. Uh, it's called Fallen Legion Revenants. And it's out on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation That's 4. Great. Now, this is with NIS, right? NIS America. And they are... That's Disgaea, right? Best known for it? Yeah, they're, they're the distributor, NIS. And the publisher is YYT Games. Okay. They did... So, Fallen Legion Revenants is uh, the second in the Fallen Legion series. Okay. So, there was, a, there was a previous... Well, actually, technically, I think it's the third or fourth game. They made it because there, there was... Two games, Fallen Legion was like two games, and then they put those two games together into a third release of like, here's all the Fallen Legion, the first wave of Fallen Legion. This is the first, this is the second wave of Fallen Legion. Okay. It has nothing to do story-wise okay. with any of the previous Fallen so you don't have to know anything about what happened. And in fact, it was kind of a relief to me uh, when I met with the director because you know, getting caught up on a on a game series, especially one like a role playing game, could be a lot. It could be a lot of work to read through all that lore and the characters, and like you know, try to step into another person's shoes. So the director was like, first of all, we're wiping the slate clean on the lore. So go for it, you know, uh, which was great. So that that really uh, was a lot less work for me. Hooray! Yeah laziness hooray but i'm sure that's kind of nice though because then you get a clean slate and you can dictate where the story goes of the narrative director you kind of go okay this is the beat i want shelby likes to call it the elevator pitch what is this game about give me the give me your elevator pitch absolutely fallen legion is an action rpg side scroller uh so it's all about you know it's all about strategy it's all about thinking on the fly it's all about you know Oh, you about matching up with different enemies. It sort of combines elements of Final Fantasy and Street Fighter in that sense. It's like you got to be quick on your feet, but you've also got to think ahead a couple. Uh, you got to think ahead a little bit when you're sizing up your opponents. Um, so the story takes place in a world. Imagine like a steampunk world that is covered in a sort of magical miasma. They're they're having their own pandemic, so to speak. So this is a world in which the pan, this their pandemic turns people into monsters and turns animals mm. into monsters, into mutant monsters, angry, gross, disgusting, real bad. They can go outside though, still, and they don't have to wear masks, correct? Well, 
There's okay. That that's a th- they do go outside, but there's a th- you, there's a thing. He doesn't want to spoil okay. the ending. Okay. Yeah, this the ending. Okay. Okay. Everyone okay. get ma- gets masks. The disease is highly oh. contagious, so they okay. would have done well to wear masks. They they oh. they ignored masks at their own peril in this. World. Oh, this is a PSA to wear masks. <laughs> this Got is it. Okay, a PSA to wear masks. One hundred percent. And by the way, we started this game, the development of this game in twenty eighteen. Long before we knew there was going to be a pandemic, the pandemic actually interrupted the production of the game. Mm. So they had to fight. In addition to you, the player character, fighting a pandemic, the the developers also had to fight a pandemic to finish the game, which is uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Very meta. <laughs> yeah. It is. So uh, there are 100 people Very in meta. the world who are healthy, who live in Castle Welkin. But the problem is Castle Welkin used to be the prison. Basically, it was a town uh, prison. And so this the 100 people are basically in jail. They're, the dictator is the former prison warden, Ivor. And uh, he's bad news, this Ivor guy. And uh, all of humanity is basically in jeopardy. So you've got two. You are playing as two characters. One, Rowena. Rowena is the ass-kicking ghost lady who commands an army of living weapons called called uh, exemplars, and they basically okay. go around town kicking ass, taking names. She's trying to get her. Uh, she's trying to to reunite with her son who's been uh, jailed, who's in who's in a, who's deep in the bowels of the prison, um, and so she's trying to get him freed. And uh, meanwhile. Lucian, her partner, he's trying to overthrow Ivor in the castle, and he uses political machinations. He's thinking about the strategy of how to become, how to rise the ranks of power in Castle Welkin, and how to get to a point where he can overthrow Ivor, so he we can so uh, so you know the so humanity can be saved basically. So you've right. got these two very different play styles, and you go back and forth between them. The action RPG with Rowena, and then you've got the uh, this sort of visual novel, strategic visual novel with uh, with Lucian, and you go back and forth, and they both affect each other. So decisions that you make in the castle will affect Rowena in the battlefield, and vice versa. I always like that when the two games, I, when your decisions actually have impact. Like that's why I love Mass Effect Two, uh, mm-hmm. games where the, your choice actually matters. That's great that you did that. So now you're choosing that when you choose these scenarios, are you taking them one at a time or is there like you have to think five beats ahead? Like, okay, when they're on this chapter, how is this decision from chapter one? Or do you kind of like chunk it into acts? So I worked very closely with the game director. And, you know, a lot of times as even as an as a narrative designer, even as a narrative director, you're taking your cues from the design team. Right. And it was no different here. So they, he had a sort of a, um, we, we, what we did was he, he, when I came in, he had this, a very small skeleton of what he wants. So just some very basic sketching out in a, in a presentation, in a PowerPoint about what he basically wanted. And then I went in and I wrote a story treatment and then he wrote a longer treatment. And then I wrote a longer treatment on top of that. And then he wrote a longer treatment on top of that. And we would go back and forth basically until the game story was created. So it was kind of, it was, it was a partnership in terms of the actual uh, story beats. It was definitely a partnership. 
uh, between the two of us, which was really cool. It was a it was a great experience. I typically speaking, um, as a narrative designer, you know, I don't have that much say over the story. Usually, it's I'm writing quest specific quests. I'm writing, you know, specific, I'm writing a lot of character dialogue and a lot of scenes and I'm fleshing out these characters. But uh, to get a chance to basically tell that story with the game director sort of as a, in partnership, that nice. was really cool. Well, and I know you do Adventure Snack. I still get the newsletters. You do a monthly like D&D-esque adventure, choose your adventure newsletter that I love. And and I so well, I'm you. always curious about the the process for that. Let me ask you this: Which character? I think I know by what you're saying it, but who are your two favorite children? Ooh, that okay. You made? Well, of the main characters, it's tricky. I probably had the most fun writing Lucian. He is because uh, the political espionage. Type the political stuff. espionage. He has sort of a. He has like sort of an over the top, uh, maybe almost foppish quality to him. It turns out that he does also is able to uh hold his own and he he kicks his ass he kicks ass in a lot of different ways but um what's funny about him is just like every scene you're writing with him he is lying to someone so you know for his own be- you know for his own benefit to to accumulate power so it's really interesting to to write a character who is constantly lying yeah um and and try and to make that character still credible and also likable and, and fun because he's a main character you you like him you root for him but like the amount of lying he does is really fun so so it's like it's fun to write scenes where people are deceived and then there are characters who are not deceived by him at all which is really which is really fun too um you know i got to voice uh one of the side characters uh oh, awesome yeah, which was so so that puts him ahead in my mind. Otto. So wait, now we is, have to add voice uh, actor to your reel, right? Are you getting a SAG membership now? Uh, ooh. Uh, oh no! Don't tell the union. Okay. I got to do this work under the table. Um, I actually do quite a bit of voice work though in uh, in podcasts. So um, I do a <laughs> right, I, I have a podcast uh with my partner called Dirt Cheap, which is through Sony <laughs> Music. Um, which yes. I guess we talked. Yeah, I guess we talked about that last time. Um. I'm doing a new show, a new yeah. podcast with Starburns Audio. That's a D. Uh-huh. That's a uh, a role playing actual play podcast. That's uh, called Worst Movies oh, cool. Ever Played, and uh, the premise is we use a role playing game system to create bad '80s VHS movies on the spot. So we we create these horrible movies. You know, like there's one in which uh, I'm like a Chuck Norris type. And I'm trying to defend a sentient Air Force One from terrorists. Uh, and uh, you mean an amazing movie? Thank you. Yes, an amazing movie is what I meant to say. Um, and uh, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, anyway, so, so I do a lot. I do a lot of voice work. Right. Um, so you did voice acting for the game, Otto. So I did Otto. Yeah. So Otto is one of the funnier characters in the game. He is kind of a nebbishy guy. He really just wants to be left alone to read his fantasy novels. And uh, there's like tons of them in the library. And so he's constantly telling you about this like inane fantasy novel series that where all the characters are shapes. They're all like, uh, they're all like, like personified, like triangles and like hexagons. So it's kind of like, like some kind of weird, it's very trippy. Um, 
Yeah, and so he's like telling Lucian all about it, and Lucian's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thank, I'm good. Thank you." <laughs> Clearly, my my conversations with you are not going to help me in my quest to uh, dethrone Ivor. When you guys do, is it fully voice acted, like every line, or is it just big key talk? Key, points? it's key points. It's it's okay. key stuff. It quite a bit. There's there's more voice acting than I thought there would be, though. Um, it's quite a bit, but yeah, but it's a, it's not the entire, entire game. I like that a lot, too, where it's like, okay, let me take that. Like, sometimes I just want to read it, too, to get through the oh. beats. It can still be good. That's great. Absolutely. And this game's out, PS4. And PS4, and Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Switch. Which is going to be on my list. As you know, we do our little backlog challenge thing here, and I've got some homework far ahead of Excellent. me right now. But I, I'm definitely into it. Because the battle system kind of reminds me of with the buttons system it made me think of xenogears combo system a bit where you yeah. do like x circle yeah and folks can get uh, you can also get a demo too you can get a free demo free playable demo and your progress saves from the demo into the main version so so if you, so if you want to try Great before move. you buy go you go ahead there's no risk all reward all reward, uh, yeah. all reward 100% reward yeah and and the game yep. just came out on february 16th right so not even two weeks ago so what does that look like for you? Do you get to relax now? Do you get to take some time and just namaste? Namaste. Or what does that look like? I, I, would lo- I would love to relax. I don't think I, I am physically and mentally namaste. capable of relaxing. Um, <laughs> I, I, was to- I was given that advice. I was told uh, by another game dev, it's like, take the moment and really just like sink in. It's a really big accomplishment. Like, yeah. Give yourself, give yourself a day. I think I gave myself half of a day to sink it in um i i no i'm uh, currently uh, right now working on um i just finished a D adventure module for image comics it's from a series Whoa. called helm gray castle that's awesome. like half comic book half D, and so i i i wrote one and cool. uh that's coming out in may and uh there's some other uh other stuff i can't you know nda can't talk about but i'm sure. basically hopping from uh hopping from one thing to another um but i do i i really do appreciate the moment i it is um you know you you spend you know it's the same right you spend two years in a google doc and you know writing this dial writing dialogue and i mean it must have been at least like three feature like films worth of dialogue, if not more um, because it's branch, you know, it's branching paths. There's so much, there's so much, so many options you can have. Um, And you just start to think like, this is it. Like the final thing that I am doing is this document is a spreadsheet. And like, once I finish the spreadsheet, you know, what could possibly happen next? You know, the spreadsheet (laughs) has to be the thing. Right. Right. Um, and so and then you go and now you have a new spreadsheet. Like I must start a new spreadsheet. There's always spreadsheet a new must sp- live. There's always a new spreadsheet. <laughs> there's always a new spreadsheet. That's oh, well, that's so yeah. cool. Thank well, you. congratulations. The that's, that's stuff's really great too. Neat. Shelby yeah. and I are getting. Well, Shelby's getting in. Yeah. He's going to do his first campaign at D and D, and Chappie's leading the way. And Amazing. We're be recording it. Yeah. And, uh, He's a little overwhelmed. We're going to be recording it and eventually turning them into little radio plays as well, or pod plays. Uh, Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've heard the term actual play. That's what I That's what it is. That's actual play. I like that. Actual play. That's what we're doing. Yes. Uh, Congratulations. I I love D&D so much. Um, It's so much much fun. Uh, 
if only I could remember the rules, I would be so much better. Um, but I really enjoy, uh, I really enjoy the structured role playing. I really love those trying to figure out the puzzles and trying to, to figure yeah. out like what's what I'm like what the game what the, the game master wants me to do and maybe what I can do instead that would be yes, fun instead that's my favorite thing to do like oh you want me how can I break the rules like how can I yeah. how can I avoid conflict and do this this way yeah that's my favorite Avoiding conflict is fun. Avoiding conflict. Shelby's not been avoiding conflict. He's been in the gym. Oh, oh yeah. Going to the gym. Oh. Train up. up. Train up. Uh, are we rating your uh, segue? Is that a I 10? So. I think that's a 10. A bit. Give it at least a 9. <laughs> I've okay. been playing Pokemon Sword. It's on my backlog. That's what I'm going after. Pokemon Sword is the game that I am playing. And yeah, Pokemon Sword. There's some big fans of Pokemon on this cast here today uh jeffrey have you played it at all i have only played the original game boy pokemon uh gen one or gen Gen one and i've also seen the original pokemon cartoon uh i am also currently frozen (laughs) in a block of ice and have been for thousands of years. Um, I know there's a lot more Pokemon out there uh, that I have not experienced. Um, I just feel a little bit overwhelmed. Although I did play, I'll tell you what I did play that was weird. I did play a friend put together a Pokemon tabletop RPG. He's been sort yeah, of Yeah, that's popular lately, too. What about you, Chappie? Have you played Pokemon? Uh, I'm, I'm also a Kanto-only person. Um I played Sword. I think it was Shield, actually. I don't know. I just don't care about any Pokemon that's not in the original 151. I just couldn't care less about any of the rest and of them. And there are so many Pokemon. Like, every time yeah, they're throwing a new too... creature at you, and it is hard to digest exactly what is going on. So I'm playing it. I have the same mind as you guys were. Like, Red, Blue, sure. Love them. Great. Yeah. But then, like, I have not gone back to a Pokemon until this game. And let me tell you what. I am having some struggles with the Pokemons. For sure. For sure. So I'm playing a Nuzlocke run, which has a whole bunch of variations on rules. But the main two rules are you can only capture Pokemon that you run into on like some of those paths. So the first one you run into is one you can capture. And then secondly, if a Pokemon faints, you have to let it It go or box it for the rest of the game. And I gave Shelby the shiny claws. If you run into a shiny, you can catch a shiny because that's like the best. They they should call it a morbid run. It is. It's very (laughs) morbid. It's it's Pokemon hard mode. It is. It definitely is hard mode. And that's kind of what I'm running into is that I do not have the types memorized. I do not have the creatures memorized. I don't know like the inner workings of the systems. So I have a lot of experiences where I come in and get (laughs) one-shotted. And it's the most frustrating Um, point because that that Pokemon is gone. How many how many guys have died? How many how many soldiers have you lost? Right. I knew you were gonna ask this. (laughs) Uh, Probably like twenty. Is there a Pokemon graveyard? Do you have your own Pokemon graveyard? (laughs) It's the it's It's his box. It's his box. And you know what? And you know what you gotta do when you beat it. 
You gotta record a video of you releasing each dead one, and we have to, and we'll put it to a funeral dude, music. I, I'm a collector. I can't let go of things. They're in my box. They're dead, dude. They died because of They're your poor box. training. Yeah. They're dead. That blood is on your hands. We're not letting, no. We're not letting anything go. I'm a I collector myself. We're not letting Keep them. it forever. So yeah, super frustrating. And then you get on yeah. a path and you're like, oh yeah, this one looks cool. And then you capture it and it's like some crappy Pokemon that you have to invest hours into. Now, okay. Rules aside, if you because I know you're keeping them afterwards. Like, Are you enjoying the mechanics? What are you liking about the game? The Nuzlocke's what obviously are, making it hard. What am I liking about the game? It's Pokemon. It is for sure Pokemon. Yeah. It is cute as hell. <laughs> I tell you what, the creatures are cute. I think the character design is really well done. Like, you can look at a model of a character and know kind of what it could be. Like, this one kind of looks like it's grass. This one kind of looks like it's fairy type. Yeah. You know, so you can kind of intuit what's going on on those different creatures, which I think is pretty cool. Um, the battle system is, I feel like they should have integrated on that system more than they did it feels like it's a very much a return to basics and like you'll get into a points where you beat a, another trainer's pokemon it faints and then it says would you like to switch your pokemon out so and it's like okay i can but if i choose to miss that i then have to burn another turn to heal the creature right. or to attack the other and part it feels of that like if i'm not gonna switch you should give me a, an action move right. you know what i mean well the other part of that nuzlocke is to turn that off and you don't get the free switch that's the other thing too to raise the challenge level well, I, nuzlocke like, is a very gray area you yes, go and read yes. nuzlocke forums and there's like 50 rules <laughs> so the, the other thing this new one does though it shows you if you've used the move and it's effect if you've used it on like pokemon a and you see Pokemon A again, 100 Battles, or his mm -hmm. evolution later, and you use the move, they'll tell you if it's weak or resistant to it, right? Like, it lets you know, like, oh, this type of Pokemon, like, it'll show you on your screen now. Use this move because it's super effective right. against the water type. But I think my issue with that in this game is that if you go back to the originals, and it's probably not fair to compare mm -hmm. this one to the original, but if you go to the original, you had 151 creatures. Therefore, you right, have a you lot have of repeat. Right, you have 932. Right, yeah, in this game, I think it comes with, like, 350 I think. Yeah, it's not the full. It's not the full yeah. roster. So, the, so they mix and match some of the old, maybe more popular classic old Pokemon with some mm -hmm. new Definitely. Pokemon. You know, one that looks like a peanut butter can. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dude. Butt Butt. No, there's one that looks like an apple now. Apple Toad. Like He's it. a little dragon. An apple. He's great. There's one that looks like a vanilla ice cream. <laughs> it's oh, that was your favorite, the ice cream one. You with kept telling fruit? me about the vanilla. See, that's where they lost Yeah, you. until he got wiped, and then he's like, well, I guess this guy's gone forever. Vanilla tight. See you later! Yeah. Put some sprinkles on him. Call him a dog. Yeah. Call him a day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sprinkle the sprinkles I, on his grave. I put him on graveyard. It always reminded me of, like... When a show clearly only planned to have two seasons that are, and those two are really good, and then like starting in the third through the ninth season, it just gets progressively worse and more ridiculous and unbelievable. Like that to me is what Pokemon was. Like they had the 151, and then the next set was like, okay, fine, and then they ran Our out goal. of ideas, and now they're literally like, like you said, Jeff, they're taking like a peanut butter container with a spoon in it and calling it spoon butter. Like I just, it, it seems so. I would. I'm a big fan of the Mega Man series, which has experienced that phenomenon in spades, where it was like, this is like Party Clown <laughs> Man. 
and uh, you, you know, com- computer tech support man. <laughs> it's a, it's a, <laughs> this is weekend dad only. <laughs> we, yeah, weekend dad man. So, in terms of Pokemon, I feel like this game was made for hardcore Pokemon fans. I do not feel like this is a game made for somebody just walking off the street and say, "Pokemon looks cool," and play it. If you want that game, I think you should go play Let's Go Pokemon Eevee or whatever it's called. Well, oh, I disagree. <laughs> About this game or about yeah, Eevee? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I, f- you know, yeah. I feel like it's like overly complicated, right? You have 18 types of Pokemon. You have a whole bunch of new Pokemon you've never seen before. It feels like this game is made for those that are going to go super hard. Oh, like I know that this person, that this type is electric. I know that the counter to that thing is three things. Now, somebody that walks in off the street, 18 types, three things that are super effective and three things that'll do zero or no damage, like minimum. And then there's more than that. I believe it just feels like it's a lot to assume of the player to know and master unless they really want to go hard in this, or they already have that, uh, yeah. that knowledge base that they're pulling. Now, from. let me ask you this though. I, and you've learned what is water, water, be- water beats, gr- rock, mm-hmm. fire, mm-hmm. There's one and more. one more. Jeez. Dishes, geez. dish Pokemon. <laughs> Ghost. Dishes, water beat dishes, yes. <laughs> glass, glass uh, Pokemon. Ground, glass. ground, ground. <laughs> ground and rock. That was good, though. I play competitively. Like, I like playing the meta where people battle each other, they make teams, you raise up a Pokemon, and then you have your set. And I do the VGC rules where it's 2v2. So this game, Ghost. the thing, story-wise, it's, like, very blasé. It's like, okay, great. Like, 10-year-olds will like this if this is their first entry. I think it's easy for them to get into because they have no frame of reference, right? Where, like... People that love Gen 1 would love Let's Go Pikachu because they have a frame of reference for it. And this is important, too, because this is Pokemon Week. This is Pokemon's 25th anniversary this week. It's on this When this drops to today, or when you guys are listening, oh, so the, there's a big Pokemon. Post Malone and Katy Perry are performing, and there's going to be a big Pokemon So this is an anniversary today. show. This is the congratulations yes, Pokemon yes. show. And, um, <laughs> and for the competitive battling, it's the most accessible it's ever been. Because it used to be ridiculous. Like, you'd have to breed a Pokemon with the right nature, the right spread. You'd have to have a ditto. You would breed thousands of eggs. But do you hear, like, all the things you're saying? Like, this is so, like, inside baseball. Like, I need to figure out the person, not only the kind of Pokemon I want. Now I want the personality. If I want to have that Pokemon perform well in battle, I have to stop playing and go and play with my Pokemon? Like, this is silly. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, feed him and pet your dog, dude. I want my dog to it's listen not, to me, so I need I to love it. I have one dog. I have, like, 50 How many cats do you have? How many cats do you oh, have? One and a half, because that one doesn't like me very much. So one and a half cats <laughs> is what I currently own. Okay. So it feels like you it's got, you're very... You're three away from a full Pokemon team. You got three more pets, and you got your Yeah, but six. they don't fit in the balls. I've tried before. <laughs> See, that's... I'm sad. I thought you were enjoying I it. I was enjoying it, but then I hit a difficulty <laughs> spike that one-shotted, like, quite a few of my characters. And that's when I had to start putting in, like, caveats to the Nuzlocke run. Like, okay, if my entire t- team gets wiped on one random fairy type, I'm only going to box one of them, right? You know and what? That didn't happen say many this. times, but it did. I'm going to cut the Nuzlocke for you because I want <laughs> you just to enjoy the game because that makes me sad because I think it's I think it's limiting you to, like, just appreciate because you told me you like your starters. What starter Pokemon did you choose? Uh, Water Lizard. The Sob- the Inteleon is what he is now. So- He's like yes. the spy. Inteleon, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I want you to play. I just want to say I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew that Nuzlocke was, a, was too much. 
for for this, and I knew that Casey would feel bad and want him to like. <laughs> I don't have a mic to drop, but I've beaten this game. This game, I I am done with it, and I think it has some serious third yeah. act problems. I oh, think you that you get oh, into okay. the third act. I did beat uh. it, yeah. And in in the end, I think that it drug on a little longer than it should. I think it sets up what the arc of that story is going to be. And then you get towards the end and then it turns on its head. And all of a sudden it's another like six hours. And then, well, like. then there's the two expansions that came out that add another like 15 hours to the game. Is that right? Ain't yeah. nobody got yeah. time for that. Ain't nobody yeah, got time I, for that. I got time for that. <laughs> but I know I haven't been playing a lot of competitive Pokemon as of late. Like I just kind of build my teams and go. I'm just trying to, to catch up here. Is Nuzlocke a bunny with a Band-Aid on its nose? <laughs> that's Score Bunny. That's Score Bunny. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Score Bunny. Okay, I tried to look up Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke here. Hold on. It, Type it in. Google. It's it's from a guy. N-U-Z-Z-L-O-C-K. Yeah, Nuzlocke So basically here. what it is, it's a type of way to play these games where if your Pokemon dies, you're not allowed to use them again. And oh, then... it's a... I see. It's not a... I thought that was the name of a Pokemon. No, Nuzlocke. No, no. Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke. You it does know. sound like a Pokemon, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So so it's a way to play the game. And I think it's set up for those who are super into Pokemon. So probably right. wasn't the best way for me to pursue, pursue my right. first time experiencing right. this game. But at the same time... Do they have an easier mode in the in the game? Is that something you can do? These or are is it to, self-imposed. Or is it self-inflicted, just... yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Right, right, right. Self-inflicted yeah. in runs. And I will say, like, there are some positives to the Nuzlocke run. Like, every battle mattered. Like, I had to watch what I was doing on every battle. But what that eventually dictated for my play style was see new Pokemon, look new Poke- Pokemon up on phone, right. look at types... Find counter two types, try to play types. And at times, like that type match didn't line up with the actual creature. Mm-hmm. So the creature would come back and be like, ha, I'm actually not super effective to that. Boom. You've been you've been murdered. So So I know and two, you didn't get to really do a lot of the wild lands or wild areas too where you could go and fight the giant pokemon like you you were talking to me about that i just need you to get nintendo online i've been trying to get this guy to pay 20 <laughs> bucks for a year of nintendo online for actually even before Dude, the podcast just, he's like i don't know just upgrade to a family account and then charge shelby four dollars instead of the 20 that might be the move yeah, that might and then my wife Ooh. my wife can be the mayor of our animal crossing town and i don't and she can do whatever <laughs> she wants that's not that's not Plus a bad the idea. killer feature of nintendo online Mario Picross. You it, Mario oh, yes. Picross. I've been playing Mario Picross. I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. Picross is one of the best Picross games ever made. Yeah, Picross are so good. Yeah. You could just spend so I could just spend hours and hours doing Picross puzzles. I just it's find brilliant. them mesmerizing. Yeah. I've been spending hours uh trying to learn magic the gathering as of late. Yes. Yeah. Tell me more. What what color deck are you playing? This is the question yep. I was going to ask. Let's all let's say what color deck we think each one would be. Really quick. So, Shelby, I think you are white and black. I think you make the run the okay. mix deck. Chappie is definitely green. Jeffrey, I think you're... I think you're a blue and a red type player. Maybe blue-red. something. Blue-red red red. Is, is a fascinating comp, uh, compilation. Because yeah. you're playing both those fast creatures mm-hmm. and those counter spells. Mm-hmm. It's very, very interesting. Okay. I did... I uh I I did growing up. I played a red <laughs> goblin deck. Do it. One of my favorite decks. Okay, Chappie, what do you think Shelby uh, is? I I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't know. More. More White seems like a fair guess. 
White seems like a fair guess. That that's I'll, so I'll stick with that. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like Casey's black. Wow, <laughs> Casey's black. No, uh, Doctor Zubat is black. That is black. I am not black in soul. <laughs> well, his heart is black as as exactly. is his music taste. So <laughs> I feel like you're a creature deck, Casey. I feel like you would have all the pets. Okay, sure. Green is is that the one? I am white and blue. Oh, blue. Blue. I like. Blue. I hate playing against blue. The games just go on too long. That's all it is. See how long I can stretch this game out and hope that I get a kill condition. Battle of attrition. That's my mo. Yeah, yeah. And actually, y'all are wrong. I I play red, red. Oh, red. do you? I try and my favorite deck is a gutter snipe goblin deck. Nice. So every time you play a spell, gutter snipe does two damage directly to. You... The plane, the other opponent, planeswalker. So I just put him out there, try and keep him alive, and play as many spells I as I possibly can, and kill you that way. That's my best deck. Yeah, I'm still learning, so I'm like, that sounds cool. Like I just know it by the color. Shelby, what what are you? What are you? What is your deck color? What is my deck? Uh, I am still yet to be determined. I oh. played through the tutorial on the planeswalker arena. Yeah, and then I'm going through the green tutorial right now. That's cool enough. On Magic the Gathering arena. Correct. Yeah, I'm playing that through the Epic Store myself. I like yeah. green. I think green is a solid color. You can get you can get creatures, good creatures for pretty cheap. You know, you got yeah. yeah. You're gonna have a couple turns. You're gonna have two or three turns where you're only gonna have forests on there maybe. But but once you get going with with green, you get a nice array of of strong creatures. You know, with the goblins, you got to get them out fast. None of them yeah. are great, yeah. but you could get them out. You get them out. You got to get them out really like fast. But with the green, you could get a nice. You could get a nice group of creatures out there. Get some cool, some yeah. cool forest spirits. I've actually never played digitally. I've only, I only have Dude. piles of of physical cards. You should download. We're all been playing. I've been playing Doctor. I played Sean. Dude, I'm way too in. I'm way too uh, in to slay the spire right now yeah, to, to to play. A, another yeah. digital card game. Uh, Slay the Spire is the perfect Switch oh. game, in my opinion. I absolutely love that game. See, I would love for Magic the Gathering Arena to go to Switch and Pokemon the trading card game to go to Switch. Ooh. I play the Pokemon trading card game a lot, and I was like, I, you know what? I need to finally try Magic because I had this weird misconception in my head of the kids at lunch that played Magic in high school that I didn't want to like get. I was like, man, they're gonna get beat up, you know? Yeah. And and that's all changed now. Magic's yeah. cool. Those kids are probably really cool. Yeah, I should have been one of those kids. I was I one of those have. kids, and I did get <laughs> no. beat up. You were, you, you, I, you were, you, you called it right. I haven't played digitally uh, either. I've only played uh, the physical card, and it's been yeah, honestly, it's been since high school since I've since I've played Magic. You guys, you should. Yeah. It's fun. Magic the Gathering Online. It's fun. I tried streaming it. I have some audio issues that I'm gonna work out with Sean. I'm seeing him in like a week or two. I'm gonna go up to his place and we're gonna some of out but i'm gonna start streaming on sundays maybe saturday nights um dr zubat was throwing a pitch to me about him and another friend of ours being commentators like the guys in dodgeball as i play and they just talk trash the whole time why <laughs> i play and i was yeah. like yeah i'm down for that you know um, i actually played destiny with them last yes. night and yeah. uh <laughs> the idea is alive and well i yeah. think that moves us on to our next segment we need to move on to the news the big three news and there's a lot of good and interesting news this week. And my favorite thing about the news this week, there was a Nintendo Direct. Oh, uh, they We definitely got 
tricked in that direct. The direct wasn't bad. So it had been in 516 days till there, there was like an actual direct, a year and a half plus. My expectations, I kept putting that gif of people are here and then there's like low and there's a little dot above low. My expectations were right there. I did not expect anything. Uh, they announced some new properties. They announced some remakes. The thing everyone was hoping for was Breath of the Wild 2, right? Instead, they gave us an old game that they put a new coat of paint on and then tried to convince us that maybe it was enough like Breath of the Wild for us to play. They didn't even put a new coat of the paint on it, Chappie. That's the whole thing. Sky- oh, they did No, Skyward Sword is probably one of the lower-rated silvers. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a remaster. They're just calling it HD. Meaning they just like, hey, we're porting it yeah. to the here, and here you go. Um, and the thing was, they put the director of Breath of the Wild on, and there's a <laughs> bunch of memes going on, like, when you forget your homework, his face like, <laughs> like, you know, like, why did you put him on stage to go say, yeah, we don't have anything to say or show you, but maybe this will hold you off. And what I was really holding out for, this was my secret hope, was Zelda Dungeon Maker. Because in Link's Awakening, there was a little mechanic where you can make top-down dungeons. And I was like, oh, yeah. s- sign me up. Zelda Maker, it's their 35th anniversary. Let's do it. I will play that game all the time. I will stream it. I will do whatever. That's an awesome game. Yeah, that'd be co- That would be cool if you could combine your Zelda worlds with other people and basically yes. create just one giant Hyrule kind of thing. Like, that could, yeah. be re- that could be really neat. I could see that, like, just endlessly... You is just like a player, like just endlessly traveling through yeah. Zelda. Uh, you could do. There's Zelda so much. Like, all right, eight players sign up and make each of you make a dungeon. You get selected, or you could just upload a dungeon and see how fast you. There's so much to that, and it's just a in big this direct. Mix. What did they announce? They announced Splatoon three. That was the biggie, right? People are really excited about. No, it. the biggie was Mario Golf. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Mario Golf and you know, Speed Golf. That's savage. what I'm the most excited you, about. You know what? For sure. You know what? Of all the games, that may be the one I was second most likely to play. Yeah. yeah. Mario Golf is the one I was second most likely Dude, to play. When they showed me Speed Golf, okay, I'm yeah, in the back. I like Speed Golf. I Dude, like Speed I played Golf Story, and that was way better than love I expected. Yes, I love Golf Story. Yeah, Golf Story is fantastic. And now, if they can make can. this Golf Story, yeah. like, I'm on board. Yeah. Golf Story fabulous is- game feel of playing golf is great it was also funny yeah it's it's hilarious it's a hilarious the game story is really great it's, right uh, it was yeah it's so it's good. really good and the puzzles are like the the puzzling of figuring out like which clubs to use and like how to, to do the shots are really good the only my only complaint with golf story is that i absolutely cannot beat the last course i have tried so many times i can't beat it i can't figure I it out i think i'm on there too yeah you just gotta keep trying. That's the thing. That's a game of attrition too. I thought the leveling up in that game was genius. Like for all the golf that games too. I've ever played, like that did some yeah. of the best leveling up. So you were excited about the game that's from the makers of Try Power Try Triangle Project Triangle Strategy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and it's from the Octopath, Octopath team, Square Enix for, yeah. product. You know, Bra- uh, Bravely Default Two comes out uh, on Friday. Comes out today too, the day this releases. And I'm holding off till next year for that one because I like Bravely Default 1, but it kind of burnt me. Octopath, I love. It's a top 5, top 10 all-time game for me. And so the studio, Final Fantasy Tactics is my favorite game ever. Like, arguably. I will get it. And so I see grid battle system. I see the two, the, the 2.5 HD style of Octopath, which mm-hmm. is kind of like Tactics. It's a tactics game. They add elements where you have to choose dialogue trees. And then they drop, go try the demo today. When they did that with Octopath, they took feedback from the demo and applied it immediately. Like, like 
Octopath did not have speed running. They did not have something where you could hold and go fast. So the developers really listened to the players. I have put six hours into the demo. I am so into this demo. I'm This game is going to ruin my life. This game, I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing. I'm going to stream it. It's gonna, and that is a guarantee. I'm going to like, whatever day it comes out, I'm going to do a 24-hour stream of it when it comes out in 2022. I've never been so hyped for something. I was like, oh my God, this is this is the baton passing to Final, of Final Fantasy Tactics. Like Final tell. Fantasy Tactics advanced, advanced was good, but it's not... It it was never the same as the PS1, the PSP version too was good. Um, so the, Nintendo did show some promising stuff. There was another like a uh, graphic novel crime series game, Famicom Club. Some people were excited oh, yeah. about that. That's my number. That was, was my it? number one. I think I'd be most likely to play Famicom Detective Club. Yeah, it looks interesting. I I, I never played the original. I'm into Phoenix oh. Wright and to other other get you know other like mystery games. Phoenix like Wright's that. on my backlog uh, right Professor now. I beat, I, but it's the whole trilogy. I've beaten the first one. I've got the next two yeah. to go. I'm slowly progressing. That game makes me feel dumb though. Sometimes <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, I get that. No, I get that. So they have no more heroes on this list. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. They have PVZ, uh, yeah, new player, no new Plants vs Zombies games, which is a shooter. Like, come on, give me more of that top-down content, though, for me. Um, Star Wars, Wars Hunters. Hunters is a big announcement. The other, the other big mm-hmm. free-to-play game, Fall Guys. Fall uh, Guys Fall is coming Guys to Switch. Switch. That just makes too Which much is cool. sense. To, like, I can't believe it hadn't happened yet. Yeah, I like that yeah. game a lot. That's a good one to just jump into a couple and and have have a good time and pull out some hair. Then log yeah, off. Yeah, I, I thought it was on Switch already. <laughs> You know that that's cool, and I I know like uh, I, I play uh, Animal Crossing with my partner. I know she that she's going to find that useful. Those pipes, it's it's just I mean it's fun, but it's also like just really useful because you can have a you can have pipes in all the major locations of your island, and so then you don't have to be constantly walking right. everywhere. Um, so it's nice. What annoys me though is a lot of Square stuff they put out. It's like hey. Here's Saga Frontier, but it's remastered. It's a lot of old games. Here's Legend of Mana. Both great games, remastered, but I I was hoping for some more new stuff. So it was really cool to see that Project Triangle. Um, obviously, I you have to assume COVID has affected a bit of what's coming out and what's new. And I, I'm surprised, you know, they scrapped Metroid. I'm wondering what they're going to do with that. And I think they're holding off all the Pokemon news for today because the yeah. rumors are a remake of Diamond and Pearl possibly another let's go series um there's a couple things that are in the pipeline so we're gonna get stuff when this drops today you'll be paying attention the pokemon news will go uh in other news so ncaa football is back i don't know if you guys know that ea has announced they're gonna make another ncaa college football game which is a game i loved i know we all played a little bit of it in college especially because you could run the option you could run with your quarterback however notre dame I said they're not going to be a part of it because their players will not get paid for the likeness. Now, EA said they're not going to do any player likeness, any numbers of that, but we all know people will go in, make the rosters, make it fit their school. I think this is a great move from Notre Dame. I think college football players should get paid for their likeness. I think they should make money off their autographs, and that's it. Like, I, I, people, oh, they're getting education. Do they, though? Do they? Like, I, no. They're going there to play football. They don't. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I agree 100. percent They're basically they're yeah. to be professionals, football players. They should be paid like they should be played. Right. They should be paid for it. Um, it's crazy that it's crazy that they're not. I mean, I understand like 
maybe, you know, in the 1960s or 70s or whatever, but like, it, there's just too much money being made off of their their backs. It's for them not to be participating. If if you're if you're a young man smart enough to use your likeness to leverage and make money for yourself, I'm all for that. That's yeah showing me you have business mindset. You can do that. I don't think someone should be punished for hey I'm gonna go to this car dealership and sell autographs. You know you're not you're not taking money from a booster. Right, which I get. Like there, there's some guidelines. Like you shouldn't get paid to go to a college, right? The college should recruit you, and you should pick it. And then if you make money after you're there, fine for that. But good for Notre Dame. I think that's gonna stall things because Notre Dame's, you know, a historic college football. Rudy, Rudy, you know, Rudy. even though he never really got that sack. But he right. tried. He had a lot of heart. That's the important thing. <laughs> Joe Montana ruined that for everybody on the Dan Patrick show. He came out and was like, yeah, he wasn't, it wasn't really like, it wasn't like that at all. Like, cause Joe Montana was on the team. People forget about that. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Do you think Joe Montana was just saying that because he was upset that the Joe Montana character wasn't highlighted more in the, in the Rudy movie? Absolutely. Like he was just upset that like, Rudy doesn't go up to, hey, what do you think, my best friend, Joe Montana? <laughs> Joe is like, I don't know. Yeah. I think we're both going places, <laughs> Rudy, you know? <laughs> I think that's great. I think uh, – I don't know any other game. Like college basketball, I don't know if they still make those anymore. Basketball is kind of having a tough time overall, it feels like, in terms of the video game space. They had a couple of good games there yeah. a handful of years back, and they've been having trouble making good games, it sounds like. I think we'd all appreciate but in terms of streets, but, but in terms it, of sales, they are, it. it's dominant, yeah. right? I mean, everybody yeah. plays NBA 2K. Like, that is just like an omnipresent yes. game. And, yeah. and it's like, like yeah, I can hear yeah. it referenced constantly. Um, but yeah, yeah but it, but the, the quality yeah. isn't as, as high as in the NBA Jam days. We got to go back to NBA Jam. EA, the, no, a bit like EA lost the basketball contract. I think is what Shelby's talking about because that was they were like the staple for a long time, and then Two K is kind of taken over. And uh, I don't know, EA might end up losing Madden to Two K because of how poor the quality of Madden's been. So this NCAA, I think, is a big saving grace for them. Change it up. Always be changing it up. Yeah, always be chained up. I mean, games are expensive, obviously, so the dev costs are astronomical to rework everything. But I think they need to change hands every five years. Like any other game yeah. franchise mm -hmm. that would just recycle the same material year over year, it wouldn't sell. And just because they have a right. sports license doesn't mean they should get a pass. So I'm a big yeah. fan of throwing it out every five years and rebuilding it. That's easier for me to say. That's easy for me to say as, uh, what is it? Armchair quarterback. <laughs> yes, that's what, is what I'm looking for. It, yeah. And again, if the game we all want is a new Blitz, like if I mean NCAA is cool, but I want a new Blitz. Give me a new Blitz. Blitz is rad. But um, they can never, they can never recaptivate me with a new Blitz. It's two, it's two thousand for me. There's no. It's all been downhill since it's been nostalgia play for sure. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes. Wait, yeah. Bo so we Jackson. have one more story here. Metallica had some issues at Blitz. Speaking of going downhill. <laughs> ah! All right. Now go ahead, Shelby. <laughs> Uh, Metallica got muted during BlizzCon on Twitch just recently. Due to issues from the DMCA, they muted the music at BlizzCon. That's pretty crazy. Happen it's happened to a number of artists who've um, just been playing their own music. And then because of 
D, uh, DMCA that- licensing uh, threatens lawsuit threats. They have been unable to bands have been unable to play their own music, which is hilarious. It is the definition of irony because the most outspoken band about <laughs> digital music rights it wasn't even band. It was just person. It was Lars Ulrich, yeah. the drummer. Right. He really wanted that Shark Tank. Uh, poolside yeah, bar South Park, and, right. yes. <laughs> and because of Napster he had to wait six more months it's, to get it it's so funny because like blizzcon was great uh-huh. i was really excited it's, overwatch 2 it's did so not, funny um i was not i know chappie's the resident overwatch guy I, how did you feel about the overwatch news do you think it was enough or you're kind of like uh okay well like, what, gave... what what we got in the panel was fine i still don't understand why they didn't put a little bit of that into the opening ceremony because they lost a lot of people by not even mentioning the game in opening ceremony but um i watched the presentation afterwards i think it looks great i for one am uh unbelievably excited to get pve in overwatch and learn more about the story and the characters and be able to jump on with my friends and like do some pve stuff and not do all the pvp you know tilted because i'm losing stuff so right um I, i'm excited and i think they gave us plenty of info i just wish that there had been a little bit more in the opening ceremony so same you know, i didn't have to get so mad for 10 minutes well and then i felt like i watched the a bit of the overwatch 2 stuff and they showed like new character designs but they didn't really look new, that much different to me like they added like did anybody look drastically different in their no. character design to you that was, was the other subtle. thing i was like it was very that was subtle. So, that was the meme that sort of i saw going yeah. around twitter where they would be like Here's Mario, and then like Overwatch Two, Mario has like a few extra like buttons on his overalls or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> like <yeah>. five, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I was most hyped for. I'm classic, but uh, Burning Crusade's pretty cool. Burning Crusade, but the Diablo Two remaster, yeah, sign me up. Never played it. So I good. Never played it. I didn't. Did you play Diablo Three? I just played Three. Yeah. I played a lot of three uh, on Switch, like a lot of three on Switch. I've heard it's a very good one on Switch. Uh, two's the one though. Two's the one everyone like. People that love three go back to two. So it's two. It's. I, I read a comment like, you know, three is them inventing the wheel when the circle is already perfect, and two is the way yeah. like fans describe it. Um, I I showed some diehard D two fans of mine, and they like my one buddy was about to buy D three for the Switch, and he goes, "Oh, I'm holding out D two. I'm gonna play the hell out of this game." So I will be getting this game eventually too and running my power. As long as it's not $60, I'll play with you. I don't think I'm going to pay $60. But yeah, what's the price point? What's the price point for you? Uh, I think it should be a hot twenty four ninety nine, but Ooh. realistically, it's going to be thirty nine ninety nine. I was going to say forty thirty five would be my yeah. number two. Yeah, I was thinking forty bucks. Yeah, forty for sure. I mean, they'll cash on that nostalgia. And Diablo, the next Diablo game is going to be hard for them to master. Like three was good. Three was a very good game. I don't know what you do with a dungeon crawler at this point to upgrade that series so drastically like from one to two there was a huge jump there which made it a beloved series yeah. for many for many reasons but taking it to number four yeah you're a big diablo fan you know aren't you? i played a lot of two but that was back in the day um i i bounced off of three yeah. i tried to get into three and just couldn't just it didn't do it for me for some reason i actually have it that should be on my backlog actually because it's game that i've heard is really mm-hmm. good from Chappie, Dr. Z, who's another guest on our cast normally, he's a big fan of that as well. So, um, I mean, it's 
been it's gotten really good reviews from the people that I respect the opinions of. So I'll probably go back and play it eventually. So we're all getting D two though. Is that the agreement? Because oh. I um, I think that was mm-hmm. Chappie said yeah. So we'll get D two mm. and finally pay for Nintendo. Oh, that's the other thing. You can get it on ever. It's cross console. That's the other thing. I like. yeah. So if you want to play on PC, well, progression, Switch, progression yeah. is cross consoles, but you'd still have to buy it on multiple consoles. I'm pretty sure. I think you could play though cross. Ooh, like I could play yeah. on Switch. You could play on PC. We can play together cross console too. I hope that's correct. I, I I just remember it specifically saying so cross platform progression. I do. I now that you're thinking about that, now I'm worried. And the word progression is yeah. a huge yeah. word in that. In that <laughs> so that wraps it for the news. So let's move on to our last segment, which is what you watching. What you watching? What you watching? I got a good show that I've been watching that I hope gets a third series because it was on Cinemax, which I know people think Skinemax from the '90s. Uh, but HBO Max, you know, they combined to make their app. It's a show called Warrior, and it's from uh, the Bruce Lee family production. It's something Bruce Lee wanted to make, and it is... Think of Deadwood with Kung Fu. Okay? It's it's a backdrop. Uh, it's right after the Sounds Civil good. War. It's early San Francisco. It's about Chinese immigrants and Chinese gangs fighting mm. with uh, the city politics of early San Francisco. Lots of swearing. Super hyper-violent. Like, you see a dude's throat get ripped off. There's some beheadings. Like, it's it's good. And my wife, so I was watching it with my AirPods in because, like, you know, she's doing whatever. And she came in and she was reading the subtitles and she sat down and I was like, do you want to watch this? And she got into it, which I was bewildered because she, she kind of like Game of Thrones. She has to, like, cover her eyes. She does not like the goriness at times. She has to, like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to watch that. But she's enjoying the story beats and the uh, the drama of it all. It's really well done. And I really hope it gets a third season. Highly recommend if you're looking for, if you like Deadwood and if you like Kung Fu, like if you're looking for something to scratch that Cobra Kai itch, but it's actually good martial arts, it's way better. The dudes can actually kick past their hips. Nobody's trying to scratch that Cobra Kai itch. Uh, it's one of the most watched shows, sir, on Netflix. How dare you? Yes, Cobra Kai. Watch this show about a grown man beating up on teenagers. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Deadwood. How much swearing is uh, in it? A lot. Because that was obviously a, a major part of Deadwood's appeal. And there's like unique swearing, and they come up with a lot of like, there, there's a lot of slurs, obviously, because it's about Chinese immigrants and it's a period piece. You know, like with everything, and I've been doing a lot of stuff for work with that. It, ooh. But I'm like, well, I have to remind myself, this is true the time, right? People were not progressive. Um, it's interesting, like they made up a term, what they call each other onions. And it's something the writers made up to say, like, a Chinese person was worth the same as an onion. Like, it's something, it's a slang they came up with to refer to themselves. But they call all the Irish white guys ducks because of the white ducks from China. Like, I had to look, I'm like, what are these slangs, like, that they're coming from? Like, they were creative, like, terms they would refer to each other. And so there's, like, these factions of, there's Irish cops and Irish settlers that want to take the jobs. The Chinese gangs that want it. The mayor of San It's very well done. Um, and there's, it's, it, I, I can't recommend enough. So like, I'm, I'm hoping to finish that up in the Very next cool. week or so. Very what about cool. you, Shelby? Um, I actually, I have a handful of things I want to talk about. I want to say that Demon Slayer is now on Netflix. Yeah. So oh, did you finish it? Did you go back? I have not finished it, but I am back on the bandwagon. I okay. picked back up where I left off. If you've been following us for a while, you know that our first backlog challenge, that was a punishment for one yeah. of our rounds. And uh, I watched like the first 15 or so. I think I'm on episode 20 right yeah. now. Oh, you're almost done. 
but it's on Netflix now, so it's easy to watch, which is nice. Um, it's anime. I'm not an anime guy, but this this is all right. This is okay. The pacing's good. It doesn't like even like the okay, their resting period is it's not like five episodes. It's one solid episode, and they move on to the next. Yeah. Yeah, and I think part of the reason I bounced off of it is because they do that anime thing where it's like, if I just try harder, I'm going to talk about how hard I'm going to try for the next two minutes, sure. and then I'll be able to succeed. So yes. there's a little bit of that still, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What Have else, guys... uh, Chappie, what have you been watching? Yeah. Um, I've been watching movies. Bree and I have been watching, like, I Love You, Man, and, uh, <laughs> and nice. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, pop I've been... a squiz knot. <laughs> you could pop a squiz knot. Uh, what were some of the other ones? They were all on billboards. These are all the Judd Apatow movies, right? LA. They were... yeah. yeah, yeah. Apatow, Apatow universe. Some of them he's not actually. He didn't actually produce or do anything with. Yeah. We just associate him like with him because the it's in that that the style yeah. of yeah. Judd Apatow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have like an actual show right now. I want to get into a documentary series on HBO that my friend recommended, but I haven't started it yet. The one that Patton Oswalt's wife wrote the book and they made a series out of it. Oh. Oh, oh about the murder? Yeah. It's a murder it's, one, I right? Guess. Yeah, I've heard that's good, yeah. too. I've heard that's really good. Those murder ones keep me up, though. Uh, my wife and I finally started uh, Queen's Gambit. Oh, so Queen's good. Queen's Gambit's oh, pretty yeah. good. Oh. Yeah, I'm late to the party. I totally understand. If you haven't heard about it, it's about a orphan who is a chess savant and she battles some addiction issues i'm really early but i'm really liking it about episode three is where we're at i couldn't get past the first episode not because it's bad i it's too it's too dark through the first episode i did not like the that what they're doing to her in the orphanage couldn't handle that's what happened to me too the first i have that happened to me too too. yeah yeah the first episode is really slow can't do it really slow yeah but the second episode it picks up. Wait, so Shelby, have you met um have you met Harry Beltic? Y- yes. Yes I have. The state champion that she yeah. faces. Do you know who that is? No. That that actor also played I know who it is. Go ahead. I'll give you the glory. The it's the kid from Harry Potter. It's his Dudley, Dudley right? Or whatever the, Yeah, yeah. What? He's all grown up. He has, no. He's super skinny and all grown up, and that's him. Still got that so, big beak, though. Got a beak on the him. The one guy that I had a really hard time placing was the cowboy chess player. I like, where have I seen this guy before? And it turns out he's the kid from Game of Thrones. Which one? Oh, Joffrey? yeah. No, he's yeah. like uh, I know the, the one is that is paralyzed Vision from the waist boy. down. Oh, tree yeah. boy. Bran, <laughs> yes. He, he's Bran, but... Uh, he also has a small part... He also has a small part in um, uh, Force Awakens. He's like an operator on that's, the Death Star. That's cool. You'll see him. Next time you watch, you'll see him. He like They clearly show his face. It's not like a background guy. Like you oh, can clearly man. see him. He burned his Star Wars universe on that. Hopefully they bring him back. Huh? After, after the first episode, is there a lot of stuff still uh-huh. in that orphanage or did they move past? That just bothered me. Like, Okay. They move past, oh, they move it, pretty past it pretty yeah. quick. It's not like only one episode, but no, I, I would say one. episode three is where I'm like, whoa, this is good. Tell it like this is really good. Like after I got into episode three, I'm like, all right, they they finally did. It. At the end of episode two, you're in. Okay, uh, so I would say, and it's hard to say that because they're hour long episodes, yeah. right? And I think there's like seven or eight episodes, which is a lot of content to consume. Consume, yeah. but that second episode really picks up at the end what about you jeffrey what are you watching i i'm watching a show i have literally been waiting 
decades to watch in its entirety. The Muppet Show, the original oh, yeah. 1970s Muppet Show is finally oh, on nice. Disney+. Plus. I waited. I, I bought all the DVDs and they never released season five. And I was really? so pissed about it. And I could not. Yeah, it is so. I mean, it's so good. It's on my list. Um, you know, they did. It's a great transfer. I mean, I so growing up, I watched The Muppet Show mostly from tapes that my dad recorded off of Canadian TV. VHS. Oh, because you're from Buffalo. I'm from right? Buffalo, yeah, New yeah. York. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so, so they're like tapes that have like weird. They're yeah, they're tapes that have like tons of of tracking issues and like weird yogurt commercials for like discontinued yogurts and theme parks and stuff. And so it's really nice to be able to watch these episodes as they were never intended to air uh, in beautiful, crisp quality uh, and and uh, all in a, in a in a row. Oh, it's so it's so satisfying. They're all there. Um, yeah, we've been going we've been going through the first season. And yeah. there's I in my head, there weren't a lot of great the, like the best episodes start in season two. But actually, there's quite a few good episodes in season one. Uh, okay. Lena Horne is great. Rita Moreno, the first one in the Disney Plus order, is like a, is a fantastic. I didn't, I forgot it was season one. It's a fantastic episode. Uh, great place to start. Oh, it's the thing about the Muppet Show is that even if you did it today, it would still be technically impressive. Like doing that, like without like CG or whatever, yeah. just the puppetry alone is just worthwhile because it's so good. The art, as a kid, you just sort of take it for granted. It's like, oh yeah, this is like a really funny show with some characters I like. But like, when you watch it as an adult, you realize like, oh my God, like a crazy amount of work goes into it. Like, not only that, but like, they're constantly having explosions on set, which is like, you would assume like, oh God, like these Muppets are going to catch on fire. (laughs) Like, all these Muppets are going to start burning once, once Crazy Harry blows up half the stage. But uh, anyway, it just uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful show. It's as good as it's ever been. And uh, I strongly recommend it, of yeah. course. I, I love that cool. show. And I, I would love to see a new one. Muppet Babies is actually more in my house as of late because of my two-year-old. But how's yeah. WandaVision? Because I know you said WandaVision and Shelby had mixed. Oh, wow. Last time we talked about this, Shelby was not pleased with WandaVision. And now he's made a full circle I told him I'm waiting until it's all done to know if I want to waste my time or not. Yeah, I'm waiting for it all to be done. It's not a waste of time. Dude, I don't so know good. why they only released two episodes at the beginning of the series. Because as soon as you see episode three, it picks up. And then episode four is like, okay, this is this show is good. Oh, I, And ever since then, it's just been awesome. I'm, I'm completely on board from episode one. The, is that right? Yeah, well, I so I'm a... I am very much a I I grew up watching Nick at Night, watching yeah. old black and white sitcoms. So as somebody who loves Witch, yeah, yeah. Who love who who definitely watched a lot of like the Dick Van yeah. Dyke show, like Great show. seeing them faithfully recreate those shows is like it's fantastic. I mean, it's an amazing magic trick. Like they really did an incredible job capturing the writing, the acting the look and the feel of it. I mean, I told my mom, like, who's a big fan of that, that era of TV, just like, like mom, listen, don't watch after episode two. There's nothing for you after episode two, but watch <laughs> episodes one and two, because they're so faithful to the episodes. 
but like yeah, yeah once it gets into i mean at some point then it snaps yeah. into marvel mode and yeah it's great right. I, I just love the whole thing i i think it's just really it's it's a really good mystery it's a great it's an interesting superhero story and it's a great look at tell at the history of television oh, that's cool um yeah it, it really is and those first two episodes looking back on them you respect them more after you get further into the series you turn around and be like wow that was bold of them to go out and basically shot for shot recreate one of those older sitcoms because that's what it was like they only break character a couple of times in those yeah. early episodes which is pretty impressive it, it's it's a bold move for them yeah. for sure um there is a scene that it, kind of alludes to the fact that they may combine the Fox universe with the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. And that blew don't, my don't, yeah, don't, mind. Oh, it blew my blew mind too, my but, mind. Like, but I won't say, I won't say anything. No, but it was, it, it was it, wonderful. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful moment. Oh my I was, gosh. They're, they're going to have to, yeah. right? It, it like, was so, because, I mean, they're Disney. They can do whatever they want, but I mean, it, it was just very well done and it blows your mind when you watch it, especially if you realize the ramifications of all those superhero mm-hmm. movies and what the weight of that decision means for that series. What like you- for them to try to at least allude to the combination of those universes in a television show, the first television show they actually get their hands on in this universe is a pretty bold move in my mind. And I was just blown away when it happened. I just want good Fantastic but- Four. I'm Fantastic Four apologist. You'll I like it. Fantastic Four. You'll get it. It's really good. I just want it. I want good. Well, I think that wraps it up for us this evening. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Golden, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-G-O-L-D-E-N. Uh, you can sign up for my newsletter, Adventure Stack, at adventurestack.com. And uh, one more time on the eShop, on the PlayStation Store, Fallen Legion Revenants. You can get the demo for free. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's Action RPG. I think you'll love very it. Very good. Very good. Okay, you want more of us, feel free to check us out on our social channels. That is, those are all in the attached description. Feel free to check us out there. Our website is underpoweredmedia.com. We're also chatting in Discord. Feel free to come and chat games whenever you'd like. And please leave us a review. Five stars, please. That is a wrap for this week. We are out. Bye.